This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, March 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Russia imposes a ban on some grain exports. Bayer to rethink input sales to Russia for 2023. And Biden urged to act on fertilizer prices. Russia adopts complex ban on grain exports. Russia's taken steps to keep grain from leaving the country as the war in Ukraine drags on. The Russian government yesterday issued a temporary ban on wheat, rye, barley, and corn to ex-Soviet countries in the Eurasian Economic Union. The ban runs through June 30th. The deputy prime minister said some grain that falls within the country's quotas will be allowed for export under individual licenses, that according to a Reuters report. Bayer says it will reevaluate sales of inputs to Russia. Bayer said yesterday it has stopped, quote, all spending in Russia and Belarus that is not related to supplying essential products in health and agriculture, that including advertising and capital investment projects. The company said it has already supplied key ag inputs to Russia for the 2022 growing season, but will closely monitor the political situation and decide about supplies for 2023 and beyond at a later stage, that depending on Russia stopping its unprovoked attacks on Ukraine and returning to a path of international diplomacy and peace. In a statement yesterday, the company also said seeds and other inputs, such as pesticides, stand ready for the planting season for farmers in Ukraine. Senators urge Biden to act on fertilizer and Canadian rail strike. A group of 19 Republican senators is urging the White House to take action on fertilizer prices, warning that war in Ukraine High energy prices and supply chain bottlenecks will drive already skyrocketing prices up further. The group, led by Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, told Biden in a letter he should consider, quote, all available options to lower the price of fertilizer. They suggest Biden drop the cross-border vaccine mandate for commercial shippers, engage stakeholders to prevent a Canadian Pacific Railway strike, urge USDA to provide financial support to farmers facing financial hardship, add phosphate and potash to the Interior Department's critical minerals list, increase domestic gas production, and approve pending export permits for liquefied natural gas. Take note, another group of GOP senators led by North Dakota's Kevin Kramer also urged action from the administration on a potential Canadian Pacific Railway strike, saying 15% of the railway's business is fertilizer transport. The Teamsters Canada Rail Conference, which represents the railway operators, could begin striking as early as tomorrow if a new collective bargaining agreement is not reached. The group warned in a letter to Biden that a work stoppage would create a freight capacity crisis and have a profound impact on the ag industry. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak 
after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. White House hunger conference closer to reality. Lawmakers are putting some money behind the push to convene a White House hunger conference. The fiscal 22 omnibus spending bill earmarks $2.5 million for the event. The joint explanatory statement that accompanies the bill directing the conference to produce a report proposing ways to end hunger and improve nutrition security in the United States by 2030. The White House Conference on Food, Nutrition, Hunger and Health is supposed to, quote, examine why hunger and nutrition insecurity persist and how much they affect health, including their role in the high prevalence of chronic disease, the statement says. The Department of Health and Human Services is directed to convene the conference at some point this year with assistance from USDA and other agencies. The conference has been a dream of Massachusetts Representative Jim McGovern, senior Democrat of the House Agriculture Committee and chair of the House Rules Committee. The findings could inform development of the next farm bill, although experts say there is likely to be a heavy focus on issues like wages that are outside the purview of the legislation. Meanwhile, today, the National Anti-Hunger Policy Conference, co-sponsored by the Food Research and Action Center and Feeding America, kicks off today with appearances by five Biden administration cabinet secretaries, including Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack, as well as an address by Ambassador Susan Rice, who is head of the White House Domestic Policy Council. Stacey Dean, Deputy Undersecretary for Food, Nutrition and Consumer Services, will speak on Wednesday. USTR emphasizes biotech during USMCA meeting. The U.S. yesterday again emphasized the need for science to be the core factor in approvals of biotech ag traits during a USMCA meeting with Mexico and Canadian officials. Mexico has not approved a new ag biotech trait since May 2018. That's creating a bottleneck that is now blocking about two dozen corn, canola, soybean, potato, and apple traits. Furthermore, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador announced that he intends to ban biotech corn for human consumption in 2024. U.S. has deep concerns on China's alignment with Russia. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and his Chinese counterpart met for seven hours in Rome yesterday. They discussed the whole range of issues in the U.S.-China relationship That according to a senior administration official, the U.S. has, quote, deep concerns on China's alignment with Russia, the officials told reporters. The goal of the dialogue is to manage the competition between our two countries to ensure that it does not veer into conflict. 
weaker Brazilian soybean harvest, more than 60% done. Brazilian farmers have harvested about 64% of the country's soybean crop this year as analysts continue to examine yield damage because of weather. That according to the consulting firm AgRule. While drought has hit the south hard, quality problems from excessive rains still an issue in the harvest in states like Mato Grosso, Goiás, and Mato Grosso do Sul. The problems in Brazil are making old crop soybeans in the U.S. very competitive on the international market, according to American Soybean Association economist Scott Gerlitt, who spoke at the Commodity Classic last week in New Orleans. We're at the same price or a little bit cheaper than Brazil right now for soybeans because of the production issues down there, according to Gerlitt. FCC looks to revise funding and other procedures in rural health care program. The Federal Communications Commission is seeking comment on revisions to its rural health care telecommunications program rules that in an effort to ensure rural health care providers get needed funding for broadband and telecommunications services. In particular, the FCC wants to hear back on the best way to handle distribution of funds for multi-year commitments and upfront payments, which are capped within the overall RHC program. The Commission's proposal, quote, would preserve the internal cap's intended purpose of preventing multi-year and upfront payment requests from encroaching on the funding available for single-year requests, the FCC said in the Federal Register. The FCC also wants input on the definition of, quote, rule area and its regulations. The comment period runs for 30 days, with reply comments due 30 days after that. Here's today's They Said It. Ongoing supply chain bottlenecks and the rising cost of energy are among the factors sending fertilizer prices soaring. And disruption stemming from Russia's invasion of Ukraine will only compound the problem. As a result, Americans will pay more at restaurants, grocery stores, and other places. That in the letter from 19 Republican senators to President Joe Biden. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, March 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.